0: Suzanne B. from Massachusetts had this to say about the angel membership. I love the monthly workshop plus the year's worth of coursework. So much content inspired by the angels and delivered by amazing Julie. Thank you, Suzanne B. And Veronica Z had this to say, I love the weekly member calls. I've learned so much and enjoy sharing in the small groups. We enjoy having you in them, Veronica Z. Thank you so much for being a member. Hello, beautiful souls, welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Today, we're here with Michelle, who has beautiful angel stories to share with you. Michelle, welcome to the show, and thanks so much for your time and being
1: here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited um, to be able to share, you know, how the angels have impacted me and also how your work, your book has really been instrumental to that.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have you
1: take it away and share your first story. Okay. So in 2020, I got pregnant and I found out that I was having twins. And so... You know, we were super excited, a lot of emotions with that. But that was the start of a very, very chaotic year. Obviously, not only the pandemic, but just it was a lot of changes and tests for myself and my family. So um, after I at about 10 or 12 weeks, I went back to the doctor and I was informed that I had lost one of the twins. Oh. So sorry so so it was I found out at eight weeks and then a couple of weeks later when I went for the follow-up they said that the baby had lost heartbeat a couple of days after that initial appointment. but they said don't worry, the other baby's healthy like you're good to go. So you know I didn't even have time to grieve uh, that first pregnant the first pregnancy loss because I was just like, okay, I have the other baby. I really gotta focus and everything with with him. So at about 18 weeks, I found out that uh, my son had a rare condition where basically there was a mass of tissue growing where his lungs were supposed to be. And so they weren't allowing his lungs to develop, and then they were pushing on his heart. And so, uh, you know, the doctor said, listen, it doesn't look very good, but we'll send you to a specialist. And so I start praying, I start praying and um, I go to a specialist, one, which is really crazy because he's only one, he's like one out of like three doctors that do in utero surgeries. And he just happened to be in Miami. Wow. So I didn't have to travel anywhere, he was close home. And so one of the risks of doing this in utero surgery was that I could go into early labor, but he was trying to reduce the mass so that his lungs could develop. So I had one surgery, wasn't successful, uh, and then I had another surgery. And this is kind of where the angels kind of started impacting my life uh, without me even really knowing. Because uh, there's a song um, called My Hallelujah by Brian and Katie Torward, uh, I think is their name. And in the song, it says, you know, there's an army of angels that is like coming to protect you. And I, for whatever reason, well, now I know it was the angels speaking to me. But that song, I just would have it on like constant replay for that phrase and anytime. So when I had those two surgeries, I would just envision like my the surgery uh, room, like the the operating room covered in angels. Oh, I love that. Because you, I couldn't be like fully sedated for that, so I was half. They would give me something to kind of, but like I was still present. But after the second surgery. Um, I what my labor was induced. And so Lucas was born at 26 week. And so um, I remember seeing the doctor's face and he was just so like, so worried. But for whatever reason, I just felt this immense peace, like everything's going to be okay, no matter what happens, everything's going to be okay. So Lucas uh, was taken to NICU and I had the privilege to meet him and hold him and, you know, love on him. And uh, he was alive for uh, about 10 hours. Uh, But because his lungs never developed, um, he was placed on a ventilator and then just, he wasn't able to sustain because he had no lungs. So then that's where my whole spiritual journey really begins. I'm a counselor. So I know the process of grieving. Like I uh, know the stages. I know the coping skills. But I needed something more. So I attended a lecture that uh, Mike Dooley uh, had with uh, Lorna Burns. And it was about angels and how to get to know your guardian angel and so in that I asked my guardian angel what was his name and in one of my dreams he like presented himself to me and um, it was like I didn't see him physically but I just saw this white light and he told me my name is Marco and um uh, so this is how my relationship with my guardian angel started and one of the they had us do a series of little um assignments and one of them was like just ask your guardian angel questions and I remember I was really upset and I said Marco like were you with me throughout this whole ordeal I was I supported this whole time But I was really, I was like upset. Like I I sat down at our kitchen table and I just like looked at him. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of like having a flashback. Like when you, like when you think about a memory, that is what, where he took me. And he showed me that he was with me during the surgeries um, he was with me during the NICU stay. Like I saw myself holding and rocking Lucas and him just standing behind me and placing his hand on my shoulder. And he showed me right after I came home from the hospital. And like I saw myself like in my bed crying and him just hugging me and supporting me and loving me. So that was my first encounter with with this and I was like, I want to know more. <laughs> so I have a very, very dear friend um, who I know now. The angels definitely, you know, played a part in us reconnecting in this lifetime. And so she sends me your book. So I tell, I start telling her about, like, you know, these things that are happening and how I want to know more and I want to connect. And so she sends me your book for my birthday. and. I will say that your oneness meditation has really just uh, changed my life. (laughs) I do this every day um, because it really does help me just to feel peace and just like that reminder that I'm constantly being supported by my angels. Yay. So um, I'm doing the work and I'm getting to know my different angels and things like that. And um, I go to get a spiritual Sufu healing uh, class, and during it, I am able to connect with my great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And when I'm when I'm doing the Sufu healing session, I see him up here, but I don't. I've never seen a picture of my grandfather, of my great grandfather, and all I see is this man, and I freak out in that moment. And so the, the doctor that was guiding me through it, she goes, it's okay, just walk up to him, ask him like, you know, who you are. I walk up to him and I ask him, who are you? And he doesn't say anything, he just extends his hand. When I grab his hand, I feel this immense peace. And then, I see my kids, I see the twins and I see them around seven or eight, like they look like seven or eight year old. And, um, you know, I was carrying a lot of guilt Mm -hmm. and, uh, Lucas and Sophia told me it's okay, mom, like you don't have anything, you know, to feel guilty about. We know how much you love us. And Lucas specifically said, mom, I couldn't leave my sister. Like I needed to come back. I couldn't leave my sister alone. So that was a very beautiful moment that I had with them. And so after the session, my my guide, my the doctor was telling me, she was like, that was your great-grandfather. And I was like, okay, the gentleman that you saw was, and I was like, okay, never seen a picture of him, but okay, for, what, for whatever reason, I knew it was my maternal great-grandfather, he died when my grandmother was very young, like five or six years old. So the next day, I the human in me starts doubting. Like, is this really real, or am I so <laughs> desperate for answers that I'm, you know, believing anything that is being thrown my way? So, call my grandma and I'm like, Grandma, what did your dad look like? The man that I saw was um, not too tall black hair, and had a black mustache. So then my grandma goes, oh, he was really tall, had brown hair. And I go, did he have a mustache? She goes, no. So I'm like, oh, this was like not real. Like I was just so gullible. And mind you, my grandma has not seen any pictures or anything of her dad since he passed away. So that was like on a Monday. On Wednesday, my grandma sends me a picture. Mm. And I go, who is that? That was the man that I saw. And I call her and she's like, that's my dad. That's your great-grandfather. And I go, how did you find this picture? So funny enough, three years before that, my mom had gone to Colombia. And her grandmother had given her a photo album book. my great grandmother passed away. My mom comes back. She's dealing with the grief. She never looks at the album, puts it away, like, you know. And so when I had called my grandma, then my mom was moving. So my grandma was helping my mom pack. And I call my grandma. After I hang up, my grandma's like, oh, let me start packing the photo albums that we have here. And she finds the album. My grandma had never seen that album. Wow. And as she's looking through it, she sees the picture of her dad and says it to me. And I know I was like, oh, this is my great grandfather, standing like, here's proof. Like, I, you know, you're not crazy. I was, you know, you didn't make that up. Like, here's this proof. Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I want to give a big thank you to Jenna Kutcher for recommending me as the top intuition and manifestation coach. Because of her, I'm featured in this month's issue of Goss Magazine. If you'd like to work with me, join my angel membership. A whole new year of content and live events begins January 1st. The biggest impact I've seen is the angel membership has helped countless people move from feeling stuck, grief-stricken, frustrated, anxious, lonely, or depressed to feeling constant support, joy, love, bliss, ease, and peace because it's like they learn the angelic secrets to living life. I've watched so many souls take the tools in the membership And manifest the perfect relationship the job they desire or that special something that's been calling to them within their heart so if your angels have been calling you to join the angel membership that is a message they're saying to you hey we know where you're going and we're trying to help you get there but you need these tools in the angel membership to do so if you need a scholarship friends a link is in the show notes below If you want more info and a special promotion, use the link in the show notes to register for a discovery call this week. Don't miss the most transformative year of your life. Angel members, we start a whole new year together as a community on January 1st. Register today at theangelmedium.com.
1: So um, I know they are part of my spirit team, uh, my great-grandfather and my kids. And then most recently, um, July 10th, uh, was um, Lucas's second birthday. So as I'm reading your book, I'm connecting with Archangel Shamuel, and I'm asking them, you know, please, I really wanna be able to connect with the kids on their birthday. Don't know how, I didn't like give them any specifics, but I was like, but I want to be able to connect with them. So when they pa- when they passed, I would see dragonflies everywhere. Like I started to see them more than usual. So I had looked up what that meant. And I found this beautiful quote that just says, you know, dragonflies have two sets of wings uh, so that angels can come and visit you. And so I was like, okay, so I know that whenever I see a dragonfly, it just, it's my kids yeah. coming and being around me. So anyways, I do my meditation, I connect to Archangel Shemuel and I'm like, I wanna be able to connect with them on their birthday. And July 10th comes and I'm putting away groceries and I'm in the garage. And all of a sudden I like, here's like flickering and I'm like looking everywhere. And on the floor is a dragonfly. Wow. And in that moment, I I knew it was my kids that came and Archangel Shamal that was guiding and allowed that gift for me to be able to spend and honor that time with them. I love that. So I take the dragonfly, I put it on a little plate. I have my son because I do have an older son. And, you know, I talked to him about angels and all, you know, the dragonflies means that their sibling, his siblings are visiting us. And I'm like, we sing the dragonfly happy birthday. We like, you know, we thank the kids for coming to visit us. We told them how much we love them. And then I start again, the human in me starts going, what if this dragonfly is actually hurt? And I'm here like singing and like having this whole thing (laughs) because it had been like several minutes, and it was so calm on the plate. Hmm. So I'm like, well, maybe I need some water. So we gave it some water. And we continued, you know, to talk to it. After about 15 minutes, it flew away, like if nothing. Wow. So I know it wasn't hurt. Yes. <laughs> but I will say that this experience has given me such a greater sense of peace. Mm -hmm. losing a child is the hardest thing I think anybody can experience uh, no matter what stage in life you lose a child and this work being able to connect with them being able to connect with my angels has given me such a sense of peace and I can talk about them and be happy because I know that they're still around me, that I can connect with them, that they're supporting me. And this grief has taught me how strong of a person I am. But not only how strong am I, but the strength that I'm given Yeah, by God, by my angels. Um, so I just want to thank you, Julie because you have been really instrumental and your work has really been instrumental and has really continued to, you know, open up my knowledge about this and give me a greater sense of peace and happiness. Thank you so so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you you for just your vulnerability being here today and being willing to share your story. I want to ask you a question that keeps coming through so that other people kind of have a greater perspective. Do you feel like your education, learning how to become a counselor and then working with people for so long, helped you embrace or move through the experience of loss in a different way? And what would you recommend to those out there who are currently experiencing loss?
1: I will say that I'm extremely thankful for my profession. I really get to learn about human behavior, about different coping skills and techniques to deal with loss, to deal with depression, anxiety, stressors, uh, but not only do I get to implement that, and not only do I get to teach that to my clients, but I also really do try to practice what I preach. Yeah. So, absolutely, being in the line of work that I am in was extremely helpful to allowing myself to grieve and understanding the process of grief. So you are patient, you know, because I think so many of us when we're grieving, we feel such deep sadness that we feel like it's going to be eternal so having that knowledge of understanding the stages allowed me to be patient with myself and to honor each stage that I was going through because there was definitely anger there was definitely sadness there was definitely bargaining going on but I have been able to with you know the the psychology tools that I have and a and on top of that, you know, the spiritual aspects I've gone to a place of acceptance and love and peace. What I would recommend to anybody dealing with loss is, first of all, be patient with yourself. And if you can, definitely reach out. Find a, a counselor that can explain and that can guide you through the process. And on top of that, definitely adding that spiritual component, because there are things that it's that mind, body, but there's also spirit, right? So combination using all the tools and all the resources that are out there. And I will say this, I tell this to all my clients, finding a good therapist or counselor is like finding a good hairstylist. <laughs> You know, sometimes you have to go through a couple until you find the one that is for you. So anybody that's considering going to therapy, if you don't connect on the very first uh, time with someone, that's okay. They weren't meant for you, but follow, you know, trust your intuition, trust your angels. They'll guide you to the one. And once you find that one, you'll know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that works with everything across the board. That's why I put that in the book um, that you do have to like search for the right counselor, therapist. That works with life coaches. That works with mentors. That works with friendships. That works with healers too that you're working with. You have to find that person that you're in alignment who you know sees you, who you know hears you, who you know understands the path forward for you. And you can trust to really allow them to guide you
1: forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, as I learned more about connecting and being in oneness, I will say that has really strengthened my intuition. And I can really apply that across the board. It's what friendships are, you know, really serving me and which ones are no longer serving me. And that's not to say that that there's anything wrong with them. It's just, like you said, we're no longer in alignment, but being able to connect, you have a stronger understanding and can really listen to that intuition.
0: I love it. Oh, that's exactly it. You just hit the nail on the head. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being here on the show, for sharing your story, for sharing of yourself. Um, I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, Julie. Of course, friends, if you love this episode, if you know somebody needs to hear this episode, go on over to your social media feed, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it over there, share it with all of your people. And while you're there, follow me at Angel Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. I hope that you have a blessed, blessed day. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today.